What's up, folks? This is Justin, and you are listening to the Welcome to Your Doom Show. Uh, we're back. This is episode number 65. Uh, we took a bit of a break, I guess. Uh, just it was kind of the motivation to do this wasn't super strong. I think that it's harder or less fun for both of us to do these podcasts remotely. So uh, this is the first one that we've done in person in a very long time. So uh, yeah, I think that you know being able to do it in person is definitely a lot more fun, a lot stronger of a driver to do this. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to keep this kind of, keep this going a little bit more consistently now that you know we're all vaccinated and things are kind of you know trending in the right direction here in Toronto at least. Delta still kind of rages on, but we've had Delta for a while now in Canada, so it's not necessarily anything new. But we're as careful as careful can be, so we'll see how it goes. Anyways, we talk about a whole bunch of different topics. Uh, we touch on like the Suicide Squad. We touch on Black Widow. We touch on a few different things that we've been checking out since you've last heard us. Uh, One piece of context, we start off this podcast pretty much like mid-conversation. We're talking about the movie called The Lighthouse by Robert Eggers, and it stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. It's about a couple of lighthouse keepers that, well, are basically locked in a lighthouse together, and, well, hilarity ensues. Or the opposite of hilarity, I don't know. It's a really weird movie, but it's actually really cool, and it's it's a very beautiful-looking movie. So I suggest you check it out. It's unique, to say the least. Anyways, um, thank you very much for listening to us and sticking with us. Uh, as always, it's greatly appreciated. If you could check us out on, you know, wherever you get your podcast, be it Apple Podcasts or Google Play or whatever, uh, you know, drop us, a, drop us a comment or a like or whatever it is that they put in those. But comments are always cool. And if you haven't checked this out on YouTube, we're going to be putting out videos for these podcasts as we go along more consistently. Um, this one ended up actually crapping out like three quarters of the way through. The memory card filled up, but... We'll be putting videos and stuff on uh, YouTube as well. So check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash welcome to your doom. Anyways, that's enough preamble. Let's get into the fun. Um, thanks again, as always. And let's get this going. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to your doom. lobster i don't know what to tell you dude you might as well just kill yourself there and then if he finds out you don't like it it's lobster <laughs> he's gonna see curse you so hard just endless sea curses i i i'm trying to remember what happened in that movie and i i honestly don't recall i just remember them being locked up in the cabin can't go anywhere and then i think robert pattinson is hallucinating like a motherfucker oh he fucks her mermaid or so he thinks yeah probably just masturbating which he also does a lot of in that movie there's more masturbation in that movie than i feel like there needs to be well there's certainly more masturbation in that movie than i thought there was gonna be (laughs) sort of that way i i can't think of a lot of movies i walked into and i'm like you know what i feel like this one's gonna be masturbating you feel like there's going to be a scene where someone masturbates? Yeah. How many movies? Unless it's can got you... William H Macy masturbating, because then you could say. But that you know what that was? That was William just him. H. That was just him off camera. William and H they're masturbating. Like... 
That's not funny. It's you actually laughed. not funny. No, it's not funny. You laughed. Oh, what about Warren Beatty? <laughs> Warren, I don't get it. What? Yo, he does. Did he get caught for something like public no, masturbation? But he should. <laughs> Poor guy. Like, why did Warren oh. Beatty get dragged into this? Fucking Mr. Dick Tracy himself. Mr. Dick Tracy, dude, I love that movie. I know you do. I that know you. I haven't seen that movie. of all time. It's so crazy you mentioned that because I've been wanting to wanting to rewatch that, and now I've been reminded, and um, and I'm gonna add it to to Your my Halloween watch list. list? It's a terrifying. I used to. I used to be scared of that movie. That movie's weird. The, it is it's very weird. weird. It's the, like, and Al Pacino is in all this crazy makeup. Madonna yeah. doesn't have a face, yeah. or something Spoiler like that. Spoiler alert! Oh, oh, god. Um. Yeah. It's the character is design is interesting. Kind of is. Yeah. It, oh, it absolutely. God, 100%. I've seen that movie like twice. It's amazing. And I that was when it came out. I wonder what I it was is like, on Rotten Tomatoes. I was like six months old when I saw I, it. I feel like I glorify that movie a lot more than I should. So there, there's this movie called The Last Castle that was just put on Netflix. It's, Robert Redford. Yes, Robert Redford. So, Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano. Uh, James about a Gandolfini. prison? Yes, about yeah. a prison. So I know all of these things. I saw that trailer a lot. I never saw the movie, though. So it bombed, from what I understood. It yeah, I think it hard. did, if I remember. Yeah, Burp. it just didn't make too much of a splash. Very mixed well, you, reviews. Next time, burp into the microphone. I'm sorry. Thank you. you. hear that. Uh, very that. mixed reviews. Oh, let's, let's get our listeners to really, really be immersed well, they in haven't our heard show. Us in a while. Oh, by the way, hi, listeners. If uh, you're listening, this is the Welcome to Your Doom show. This is Justin. This is Otto. And... Uh, yeah, it's been a while since it we've, has been we've a while. Um, um, but it, that's always how we start every show because every time it's been a while. So just dude, jump back into the yeah prison movie. Yeah, yeah. With so, uh, James Gandolfini. I remembered really, really liking it when I was younger. It also has a very young Mark Ruffalo. Uh, not okay. very young. He wasn't a kid in the in the thing. Yeah. But it was a prison for war criminals. It was called The Last Castle. Um, yeah. Uh, Delroy Lindo's in it as well. Uh, you know what? Playing Delroy Lindo. Did we did we talk about this on on the Blade episode? No, I think we may have because Delroy Lindo, I think, came up as we were casting for something. Maybe it was Blade. Maybe it was like an old, like a Whistler. I can't remember. I feel like it came up on the show. Bottom line is, there's got to be more Delroy. I I gotta have He's the more. Best. I gotta He's have more best, Delroy dude. Lindo. He is awesome. Wasn't he in um, Romeo Must Die? I think he. Yeah, was, uh... yeah. But here's the thing, man. What? You haven't seen any Delroy Lindo until you have seen fucking Congo, my friend. Congo. Is he in that? I remember seeing that he is, once he's and not, I hated it. It's, he is not only in that. He is in a scene with Tim Curry. Ooh. And let me tell you, this is one of the most incredible scenes ever put to film. I will. It's arguably one of the most incredible scenes put to film. You don't even have to watch the whole movie. It's not a very good movie. It's a fun adventure movie, but it's not very good. Isn't Bruce Campbell in it? He is. Yeah, I thought Bruce he was. Campbell Bruce is. Campbell is. Uh, yeah, he's in the beginning of the movie. Um, Delroy Lindo and Tim Curry are in it, and I don't even want to ruin it for you. It in, Delroy Lindo plays like a general in uh, in the part of Africa, that they, like I guess in the, uh, like maybe a Congolese general. I don't, I'm not sure yeah. what region of Africa, but... Um, <laughs> Tim Curry and him share a scene, and it involves a cake or a cupcake oh, of some kind or a dessert of some kind. I'm going to go home and rewatch that scene because it just makes me happy 
The scene makes me happy. And also Tim Curry is putting on the most insane accent. You think Tim Curry, you've seen Tim Curry ham it up. You haven't seen nothing, sir. You have seen nothing, nothing until you have seen fucking Congo. <laughs> starring Delroy Lindo and Tim Curry. Neither of which are in are like the main actors. I was gonna in that, say I don't film. even know who the main actor is. Doesn't even it doesn't like, matter. We've mentioned three actors in the movie and none of them are the main. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The movie doesn't matter. That scene matters. That's all you need. How do anyway. we get to Congo? De- Delroy, Delroy Lindo. Lindo. How do yeah. we get there? Last Castle. Yes. So I remember that movie. Like I remember loving that movie. I don't know why. I found it on VHS one day. I, it was in my home and I watched it. And I just love me some Robert Redford. Right. And I'm watching it, and I think this movie is the greatest thing. Yeah. It just came out on Netflix. So I'm like, yep. let me check this thing out. Yep. Holy God, the plot holes in this thing. Oh, really? I think that there was... I think the movie happened over the course of like three or four days, right? Okay. Let's just say, for argument's sake, it seemed like a very short amount of time. All right. Within that span of time, they managed to put together weaponry... The which of which you would have never seen done in the span of four days. They made a fully functioning catapult, and I'm not talking like a slingshot. I'm talking like five people tall. One of the ones that have a thing that swings all around. It swings a boulder somewhere. Like it's shit that you'd seen in the Lord of the Rings. They managed to build that in a prison where everybody's on lockdown in like five days. They is have made, shields, is, is, and is, I'm talking like forty shields made out of like things from the kitchen but like it wasn't like they were like holding kitchen trays or something like that they had managed to affix them like a captain america shield where they had handles on the back and they had all these things where they were protecting themselves from uh what is it not gunfire but um beanbag gunfire because they had non-lethal rounds so this is this is really odd that you mentioned that this is going to come back later this this whole you know makeshift shield thing okay stay tuned all right i'm i'm excited anyways it was, it is so, I don't want to say awful because it put, the, there are so many good character performances. Like mm-hmm. Robert Redford's awesome. Granted, I think he's out of his mind in terms of character. Like they portray him as this like heroic character and I'm pretty sure he's out of his mind. <laughs> like he's crazy. Yeah. Um, like he's manipulating everybody. He's, he's just out of his mind. Um, Mark Ruffalo is really good. James Gandolfini is good. So yeah, it's 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 kind of worth a watch if for nothing else to see the ludic- like the lunacy in how it all ends. Like once you get to the climax of the film, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's crazy. The last castle. The last castle right. you'll ever. So is need. that a recommendation or not? It, you know what? I feel like it's like an hour and a half to two hours somewhere in that range. It's a pretty light watch. It's honestly not bad. It's good for some, like, if you want to see some good character performances. Sure. Delroy Lindo's in it, man, and he's playing a general, too. He's playing a general? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is actually, actually, The Last Castle is a sequel to Congo. <laughs> I have no idea. I can't confirm or deny that. Well, let's just go with the fact that it is. Is Delroy Lindo playing Delroy Lindo in Congo? Or is he actually putting on like an accent of the kind of some no kind no of yeah it's he's definitely like a, a, a an a- African accent all right. a, a, some regional African accent he's thrown on there yeah he's not doing that in this but he could have you know moved moved and changed his accent <laughs> he, yeah I mean who knows how long it is between he's just those movies his throat to like fix it not fix it that sounds wrong is it a period is <laughs> that this sounds like. That's not what I meant. What we, I are, meant is, we are intolerant of accents. Yeah, change um, it to his surroundings. That's what yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, the last castle. 
and how did we get there? Dick Tracy. Um, yeah, just the characters in that are it's a weird horrifying. One. It is a weird one. Like yeah. Little Face. There's a guy All that right. has a big old head and just a tiny face. It's like the size of my head, let's say, bigger and wider. But yeah. My head with the size of a face that is the size of my fist. So it's just this. Okay. Imagine like my whole, face. But like eyes, ear, like so eyes. Yep. You got the ears. The face is this big. Yeah, eyes, yeah. So mouth. eyes, mouth, and nose. Yeah, all, yeah, and then just blank canvas around this side. Dick Tracy. That is a fucking terrifying, unnecessarily terrifying. Yeah. Dick, Dick Tracy was definitely a children's, a kids thing. Yeah. Is it not? It I mean, like I remember was. the cartoon was. Wait, there was, was a cartoon. Was it a car- Wasn't it a cartoon? No, it was like a, co- a comic book. Comic book, yeah, and a, a radio book. series early on. In the yeah, day. yeah. Okay, maybe I don't know. Days. Maybe it was for kids. Who knows? I don't know anything about Dick Tracy other than kind of the yellow raincoat oh. and then the movie. But yeah, the yellow uh, raincoat. And that, and whenever I think of that movie, I think of the Shadow as well, which I've never seen with Alec Baldwin. You've never seen? I've that? Never seen the Shadow. I have it on. I know. At one point, a knife is flying around in that movie. Of its, toku. Co- of its own, of its own, toku. of its own accord. Yes, it it's is a very just, angry night. It's just trying to get stabby, stabby with everyone without anyone's consent. Yeah, it's very basically the fucking Harvey Weinstein of that movie. Oh, ho, ho, yeah. yeah, yeah, getting unsolicited stabs. Um, yep, I'm pretty sure I have that on Blu-ray. I will give it to you. Oh, you have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take that. I'm not going to give I'll it to it. you. You can borrow it. Yeah. Like you've borrowed my Halloween movie. For oh, I definitely have your 4K, 4K Halloween, Halloween movie for about a I year and a half. Since the, before the pandemic. Yes. more than, Actually, longer than a year and a half. It's been... Uh, I'm actually going to be dusting that off uh, because... Well, well, let me let me talk about something real here Do real it. quick because I've been, I've been catching up on some horror stuff. Yeah. Um, I watched all of the Friday the 13th movies and... Um, I got to tell you, it was quite the, it was quite the journey. Um, I even though they're not all very good, and the best ones are actually the best ones are pretty good, but the worst ones are really bad. Like they're really bad. Um, but I still enjoyed the trip. It was fun to watch all of those because there's so many of them, yeah. and they're so different from each other. A lot of them, and one of them doesn't even have. <clears throat> Jason Voorhees in it, which is weird. Is that one of the bad ones? Oh, that one is terrible. <laughs> that one is absolutely <laughs> awful. It is. It's that's the one. That's the only one where I was like, I just want to fast forward through this movie. Jesus. I never feel like that when yeah, I'm watching yeah, yeah, movies. Yeah. I always watch them all the way through. And to the, the other films in the series, to, to their credit, I'd never felt that way about them. Yeah. But this one, I think it was the New Blood. I think that sounds um, right. But man, it's not it's not him and it's awful. It's only worth watching for like the first 15 minutes cuz something so shocking happens in the first 15 minutes of that movie that I never saw coming where I was just like, "What was that?" Yeah. That was crazy. I'm like, "Okay." And then the rest of the movie proceeds to just be insane. No, not even insane. Just boring. So unbelievably boring. <sighs> Um, but uh, yeah so I went right from the original Friday the 13th all the way up to uh, the, the unoriginal one yeah the <laughs> that's right the remake Jared Padalakini. Um and uh, and yeah, I told you that this makeshift shield thing from the last castle uh, would be coming back because yeah 
in the remake, I didn't even notice this before, but one of the characters goes to investigate, like, in a shed or something like that. Oh, sorry, it goes to investigate his friend who's missing, who's been killed by by uh, Mr. Voorhees in the shed, and he brings a frying pan, but the frying pan's got, like, the handle, the handle on one side, but also, like, the small handle on the other side. Yeah. Sticks his hand through that small handle and is holding it like a shield. So maybe they were all just frying pans in the last castle. They were definitely baking sheets, and they definitely affixed handles to the center of the baking sheets and were holding them like this, because you could see <clears throat> on the front face of these makeshift shields the um, the points that they anchored those handles onto. So they actually put in work for these. Okay. They had to get tools to do this. They did this all in five days, four or five days, and they made a thousand shields. Right. I'm pretty right. sure my numbers are changing. So as they're we basically wet out workshop on yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> Except and in honestly, a prison like, with no resources. Here's the other thing too. So <laughs> this this cl- climactic battle in the last castle happens in the yard, right? And they bring out this the catapult I had mentioned earlier that is the size of a building, and they just manage to hide it somehow. They're just like they they hit they it. hit the catapult. They, hit it. they just hit it. Wait, in an hold alley. on, hold on. Is the catapult made of people no okay <laughs> it's not all right i thought it was like a bunch of people interlocking <laughs> together in such a way that they could create you know, a human catapult and then if they had to hide it they all just like let go of each other and disperse so they form you know I mean? they form a catapult much like devastator yes from transformers yeah yeah and form okay yeah no they didn't do that that would have been that would have actually made more sense than <laughs> constructing a giant catapult in the wide open yard that is two stories high that the guards and nobody managed to notice and managed to shove it into an alleyway where nobody noticed. They didn't cover it or anything. They just wheel it out and they're like, what's that? <laughs> like, what the f- where have you been keeping this yeah. thing? They just, in an alley. Maybe it's like Ikea. It can like come, it can break apart. That's kind of what I was getting at where it was like made of the You people. might be right. Maybe maybe, maybe they, like they ordered apart. it in from Ikea. It's called the You know, remind, you know what it reminds slug. me of? It reminds me of, uh, it reminds me of that scene from Alien Resurrection where Vries, the guy in the wheelchair, oh, I love that guy. Yeah, and he and he comes in, and they're they're all trying to all these pirates are trying to sneak weapons onto this onto the ship, yeah, on the military ship. They scan him, but the scanners are going crazy because he's on a giant metal wheelchair. Yeah, but then later he puts together a gun from the wheelchair. Yeah, he spends forty five minutes assembling it. Yeah. The aliens just waiting there, checking its watch, just like. <laughs> Is this guy gonna finish? And the the gun that that he finally puts together looks like it looks like a double barreled shotgun, but from like the nineteen forties. Yeah, <laughs> like, it has it just, two shots total. Yeah, That's it. it just, he spent forty five minutes assembling this thing. Took two shots at the alien, killed it. To his credit, no, did he kill it? No, he makes it bleed, and then it, it bleeds yeah, he gets in the, back in the back of his, of his ear. ear. I think yeah, I think let's just say he got, he got he him. got him. He got, he got him. him. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think it is? Hannah Claus. He just says. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines yeah. from that guy. Dude, that actor, I think his name is uh, Dominique Pignot, or yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a great French actor, and the other movies that Jean-Pierre Genet, the director yeah. of Alien Resurrection, has done, he's been in them, and he's been great. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. is super-duper he's French. extra French. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. super-duper French, so when he's delivering English dialogue, and dialogue like that, basically, um, Joss Whedon wrote Alien Resurrection, so imagine this... Sort of Buffy the Vampire Slayer ish, yeah, pop, you know, since modern dialogue 
delivered by a, a super duper French actor. It just yeah. comes off as the whole movie is super strange, and we've it talked is. about this before. It, but though. that that adds to its its strangeness. But um, anyway, so what I think happened in this movie, uh, the last samurai. The last samurai. Uh, yeah. What castle? is this? What is this? The last. Ca- last the first castle. The first. <laughs> the last castle. The first samurai. Yeah. Uh, so in the last samurai, when they built this, <laughs> in the last castle, when they build this thing, I think everyone's got a piece of it. You know. <laughs> you. I, I'm gonna show you the scene They've because I want you to see it, what they do. And they're just like they're all just Vries Vries's wheelchair. You know, from Alien Resurrection, and they just piece it together real quick, IKEA style, with a bunch of Allen Maybe. keys. And... Allen keys for sure. Yeah, they, I don't think I. It would be more implausible to have that many Allen keys than it was to have all of those shields they managed to put together yeah. over the course of yeah. four. Or if five they switched days. the shields with frying pans and they did this whole IKEA Allen key thing, I think we could have really covered these pl- plot holes. We should write a movie. I think so. No, no, we shouldn't write movies. We should read other people's scripts. And then add the logic into them. In and advance make the... of the movies being released, because we're essentially doing that right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's just it's yeah, not helping anybody. <laughs> Anyways, you what know, was I This saying? movie was released in like 2001, and we're commenting on it now, yeah. 20 years later. 20 years later, yeah. I don't know if it was. It might have been 2000. It was 2000s. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So Friday the 13th. Frying pan shields. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, that's pretty much all there is to say about that. I enjoyed that. I really hope I was hoping for a bigger story than that. No, no, I just went through all of them. Uh, the standouts are, uh, Friday the 13th, uh, the final chapter, which is a complete lie because that's the fourth movie in the series. And there's like (laughs) fucking 5,000 of them. The final chapter is the one with the psychic, right? Or the telekinetic? Nope. Which one's that? That one is the one <laughs> after the new blood. Oh, that's the one so it goes new Wait, isn't that Jason Lives after New Blood? You are correct. Sorry. Here's what we You know what? I'm not even going to look at the internet. Let's just go through this and see if we can piece this together. All right. Like when you I, ask and, and someone to name every member of the Wu-Tang the, Clan. <laughs> the Rizza, the Jizza, <laughs> old dirty bastard Inspector Deck Raekwon. Um Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, I blanked on the sh- no the meth. No, I know Method Man. I'm trying to go through uh, the 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 actual the list. lineup in yeah, Method yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. M E T H O D Man. Um. Anyways, I hope we do better at the Friday the Thirteenth movies we'll than do. you did at Wu Tang. Hey, I got halfway through. Okay, all right, here we go. Friday the Thirteenth. One. <laughs> We're off to a good start. So far, so good. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Friday the 13th, part three, 3D. That movie is in 3D. Let's Was talk it? about part three. Okay, so ah. let's talk a little bit about because Friday the 13th, part one, big spoiler on this movie. This movie is like a fucking hundred years old. So yeah, if you we're haven't not seen it before, it. Uh, it's also spoiled by Scream in, you know, in the 90s. Uh, but the killer in Friday the 13th, part one is not Jason Voorhees. It is Pamela Voorhees, yes. Jason's mother. Yep. Friday the 13th, part two. Jason is the killer, but he's wearing a sack on his head. Yes. No mask. That's the interesting thing about part two. Friday the 13th, part 3D, or part three, 3D. I don't know how you, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. The, the title seems to vary depending yeah, yeah, on what yeah, yeah. poster you're looking at. Um, 
That movie is completely ridiculous because they're constantly doing really shitty 3D gags. Yeah. Somebody's moving a... Somebody's... The best part, someone's playing with a yo-yo and the, the, the camera's from oh, the ground Jesus. shooting up and the yo-yo is going into the camera. I hate those gimmicks, man. Oh, I it's full them. of them. It's, yeah. it's, it's, if you didn't know that movie was shot in 3D, you would just be baffled by why this is <laughs> happening. It's just insane. It makes no sense. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This is the movie that uh, Jason gets the hockey mask. Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, he doesn't play shinny with a bunch of kids? No. No. We need a goalie. We need a goalie. He grabs the mask. Yeah. No, that's not how it happens. Uh, and part... So uh, part four, the yes. final chapter. This is an... I think this is an excellent example of a movie that takes itself... It's This is still Friday the 13th kind of taking itself pretty... Like, fairly seriously. Relatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it stars Corey, one of the Corys. Corey, Feldman. Corey Feldman. Yes. Yes. And he plays he plays a kid and, and uh, that likes... Uh, movie monsters like making his own masks and stuff like yeah. that yeah, yeah, um, yeah and it's a pretty good thriller that's it and if i if someone if i was someone to ask me hey what friday the 13th movie should i watch i'm like that's a good one because it demonstrates uh friday the 13th movie that i think is pretty effective as a thriller as a horror film yeah friday the 13th part five go fuck yourself is the movie that comes out <laughs> after that yeah the name of this movie doesn't matter it's better that you just that this movie not exist, that you cannot find this movie yeah. because it is truly awful. Okay. Uh, they realize that, and then Friday the 13th Part 6, six. which is actually doesn't even have Part 6 in the title. It's just Friday the 13th, Jason Lives, yeah. I think. Yeah. Now, this is a great uh, This is great because this is when it steers into comedy, where it starts pulling in some of yeah. the comedy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason comes back in this, and this is the first one where Jason is fully, full-on supernatural. Z- zombie. Zombie yeah, 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 Jason. Yeah. Um, lot of fun. Really enjoyed that, watching that movie. I was yeah. very pleasantly surprised by that movie, especially after watching it, watching the previous one, which was Friday truly Friday the 13th, offered. go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then Friday the 13th, part seven. I think this might be the new... Sorry, not the new blood. It's... Um, fuck, I forgot what it's called now. This is the one with the telekinetic, I believe. And that they wanted to make it more like Stephen Kingy and kind of like <clears throat> Carrie, and yeah. uh, this one was less memorable. It was it was okay. It was. It was I just fun. remember her like crunching his head, and then his mask flies yeah. off. Yeah, I I can't remember the name of it though. That's driving me nuts because eight, no, eight is, is driving New me York. nuts. Hang on, Man- wait. Sorry, Manhattan. I'm gonna have to look it up now because driving me nuts. I think uh... eight is Manhattan. Nine is. Was Manhattan the last one of those? Goes like- to hell. Nine ones go to the, yeah, so that that's Jason what I was goes say. to hell because that one goes off the fucking. Rails. Oh man, I'll, I'll tell you about that one yeah, in just yeah. a minute. But uh, uh, so films, okay, Friday the Thirteenth, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, Friday the Thirteenth Final Chapter. That was four. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the, new, the blood new blood is the, is the telekinetic one. Yes. one. Yeah, that makes sense. Friday the Thirteenth, a new beginning. New beginning. Is the go fuck yourself. One. That is, yeah, I like go fuck. Truly yourself awful. Better. Yeah. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Six. Jason lives. We talked about that one. Yep. Friday the Thirteenth, Part Seven. The new blood is the telekinetic. Yep. Friday the Thirteenth, Part Eight is uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, it's more like Jason takes a cruise to Manhattan because the 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 it's like Manhattan twenty minutes scene, in. Happens at the end of the movie, and a lot of it takes place in alleyways and stuff. But when Jason is in Manhattan, yeah, and he's in Manhattan for Manhattan, yeah, it's amazing. I'm like this. If this were the whole movie, this would have been incredible. It would have been so good. You'd think but they, it was, given that it's called 
takes Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't. He he takes uh he takes a he, he takes, takes a, a boat. Yeah, yeah, he takes a boat to Manhattan and kills a bunch of people on a boat. Jason goes to hell the final Friday. That one is the one where Jason turns out to be a demon that jumps from body to body. Yes. So he appears at the beginning, gets destroyed, jumps into a coroner, and then killing ensues. And he doesn't actually come back until the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, he also, there's a scene that he's setting someone up to jump into their body. Yeah. He ties them to a, a bench to be able to like vomit this demon into the other person's mouth, yeah. like Mama Bird. Them. As one does, yeah. Yeah, as one does, uh, to transfer yeah. his essence. Yeah. He's about to do it, then stops. And you wonder why he stops. It's like, okay, he leaves. He comes back with a razor Okay. and shaves the guy. He shaves the face of the man that he's about to transpose his essence into. All right. Clean shaves him with yeah. shaving cream and everything. This is a whole scene in the movie. <laughs> Hold on. How this much is a time whole did he scene. devote to this? He rubs shaving cream on his face and aggressively shaves his face. All right. After he's done, Mama birds him the demon slug. And it oh goes into gosh. his... goes in. And I was just like, I don't know. Artistic genius? Could be. We don't know. Um, after that, it's Jason X, which I think is a Stone Cold classic. Yep. Jason goes to space. Then there's Freddy versus Jason, which I rewatched again, and I, I actually quite enjoy that. Easily. Um, I think that's, of the Jason films, is probably my favorite. Right. Probably my favorite. That was my first exposure, actually, yeah. to both properties. Because I true, never true. really... This is only recently that I started catching up on some of those 80s slasher stuff. Yeah. A lot that, due to podcasts um, yeah. that I've been listening to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one, Friday the 13th, a remake, which I also think is not a bad movie. It's solid. It's, it's, I, I uh, thought it was a it was solid... Enjoyable. Solid uh, re- redo, as opposed to the the re- like when you watch the original Friday. Yeah, oh, sorry. sorry, Nightmare. That's what I meant. To Nightmare say. on Elm Street. The original Nightmare versus the the remake. Yeah, it, the remake. I really like Jackie Jackie Earl, or blah, Jackie Earl Haley. Right. Yeah, I really like him as an actor. Yeah. I don't dull. Think, dull yeah, is Freddy. I think the makeup was dull. He was dull. I've only seen that movie once. Never decided. Never wanted to revisit I, it. Yeah, I have no interest. I've seen Friday the 13th, the remake, like maybe three times total. I've seen it. Come out. I've seen it a few times. Including. Yeah, I'll rewatch this, it every this so time often. That I, that I just rewatched it. So, yeah, that's Friday the 13th. The other series that I caught up on uh, horror-wise, well, horror-wise, was the recently released uh, Fear Street. I haven't watched those yet. They've been on my Netflix queue for a while. So I really did like these movies. These were it's three movies, and they're tons of fun. They circumvent a lot of the, I think, a lot of the tropes that come with these slasher movies, which was which was kind of the point. There's '90s love galore. Um, you know, I don't want to say too much about them without without ruining them, but you know, tons of needle drops all over these movies. Because uh, the first one is 1994, the next one is the 1970 like six or something like yeah, the 70s, yeah, yeah. and then 1666. Yeah. Um, so the second one in particular is actually quite good. I actually enjoyed that one a lot, nice, probably nice. the most. Um, it's great. It's uh, it's fu- it's a fun it's a fun watch. Yeah. Um, I like the the effects are really good in it, and there's something uh, incredibly relentless about the films. That you don't see, especially after watching like Friday the Thirteenth, 
where things are a little more slow. Yeah. Slow as in the killer himself is kind of slow. Uh, yeah. Although you do see uh, you do see in the earlier movies that Jason does run, which is kind of terrifying seeing him like move fast in any way. Oh, yeah. And then in the remake, they even have that one shot where he he's, like he's running. Yeah. And I'm like, this is great. Why don't you guys do this more often? And they yeah. just don't. I don't know for whatever reason. Um. Anyway, yeah, Fear Street has has a you know has killers in it, and the killers in Fear Street are. Uh, they are relentless. I guess yeah. put it that way. So it's it's uh so uh you know not to spend too much time on that, but it was uh it's it's a recommend. I would definitely say, especially with nice. you know we're in September now. I'm wearing my Halloween shirt. It's fall. It's not officially fall yet, but it's going to be very very it's soon. It's officially fall. Yeah. You shut up. <laughs> yeah, because I, I went outside the other day and I I had to put on pants. I'm currently I don't know if the camera's picking up my 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 shorts, which is covered in yogurt. I don't think that I don't think that counts because you weren't wearing anything. You when? just went out naked, and you're like, oh, I got to put on pants, so it doesn't really count. In that could case, happen on a cool summer In night. any case, it is chilly to the point where I need to wear pants now, and I'm not happy about it, man. I feel like yeah. the summer came and went real goddamn fast. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm done with summer. Yeah, you like, your fall. You like um, your fall. So, yeah, that's Fear Street. One movie I do want to push forward that I don't think a lot of people have seen. I, will, I really want to really recommend people see this. Okay. It's called Werewolves Within. Okay. Ooh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So there's a movie uh, called Scare Me, which was uh, I saw on Shudder, which was a Shudder exclusive. Okay. Um, this writer director whose name escapes me at the moment, unfortunately, but I'm going to look him up and try and talk at the same time. You can do it. I have faith. Um, his name is Josh Rubin. And uh, in relation to Paul? Speaking of uh, masturbating, yeah, I know. In, in <laughs> public, yeah, that guy. Um, that's a that's a podcast for another time. But Werewolves Within, uh, he did a movie called Scare Me. Very cool movie where it's just it's a horror comedy where two people are in a cabin in upstate or in the Catskills, yeah, and they're just telling each other ghost stories and okay. they're acting them out. Very funny, very good. Highly recommend checking that one out. Okay, he went on to make this movie, Werewolves Within, which is based. On the Ubisoft video game called Werewolves oh, yeah, Within, yeah, 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 yeah. which is where you play. It's kind of like uh, Mafia or whatever, yeah. where you sit in a circle and everyone, one person is the werewolf and you have to guess who it is and yeah. keep killing people. And this is a great horror comedy, and I think this is actually the greatest video game adaptation ever made. Really? I think, I think this is easily one of the greatest video game adaptations. Do you ever own made. Werewolves Within the game? No, I've never played it. Oh. I've only heard so about wait, it. How are you saying it's a good adaptation? Because it's a it's a it's a great horror comedy, and it's based on a video game. So what I what I mean to say is that it's the it's best a good movie. It's the best movie based, based on, on a video, video game, game. Okay. that exists. That makes today. more sense. You can't say it's a better a good ad- adaptation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, that came out that came out wrong. Well. Yeah. Uh, I think they got the core concepts in the movie because there is this whole trust thing. Because <laughs> there's they a do, werewolf in the place. Yeah, there's a werewolf within. in the... Yeah, there is, a, is, there is in fact a werewolf with it. <laughs> so uh, they managed to nail that one on the head. They got the real feel of the game, if you know okay. what I mean. Okay. Um, the game you haven't played. Again, the game that I haven't played. Got That's it. right. Cool. Um, <laughs> so it's funny. It's, at parts, it's, it does the horror pretty well as well. Like it, it balances things pretty well. Yeah. And, uh, I was just kind of, uh, I was just kind of like, we need more movies like this. Like this is my wheelhouse. 
the Fair good enough. the good tonal horror comedy where it balance because it's such a razor's edge right with yeah. horror comedies um, movies like Attack the Block do that really well. I think Tremors. Yeah. This movie now I added to that list. Um, there are only a few movies. T- Tucker and Dale versus Evil um, is another movie that uh, that I think really hits that balance really well. Dude, so that's a rewatch I got to do. Is Tucker yeah. and Dale? That's a, that's a good. I, I like that for the fall too. That's a, it feels like a fall movie. I think I've only reason. seen it once too. Oh, it's funny. Man. It's fantastic. It's really funny. So Werewolves Within. Yeah. Really funny horror comedy uh, directed by Josh Rubin. I'm really excited to see what this guy does next. He, I think he's cool. Was uh, that really one you talented. checked out on Shudder as well? That one is not on Shudder, no. I rented that one. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. But, She's like, yeah, werewolves, werewolves Within. So, there it is. I had a, I had a story I wanted to tell Go. today. So... <clears throat> You listen to Ro- Joe Rogan's podcast, or you Every follow some. I, I, I see clips of it on YouTube. Got it. So recently, he just he um, he got COVID, and he's an older gentleman. You think he's in his like? I think I've heard about this. He's in his like mid fifties or something like that, right? <clears throat> and he wasn't vaccinated. He's yeah. been hesitant to get vaccinated because he's basically like his stance is: I'm healthy. I you know, I'm fairly cautious about what I do and. Um, what else? He's just, he's just, he's more worried about the side effects of the vaccine sure, than sure. he is about having to de- deal with COVID himself. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, this podcast is not about whether or not we agree with him or anything like that. So I'm not going down that rabbit hole. I agree with him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways. I don't, I don't um, agree with, I don't agree with him. We're both, you and I are both double vaccinated. Yeah. It's us being together. In, yeah, that's in right. Space. It's a big deal. This is the first podcast done in person in a while. It is. That was the yeah. other thing. So, ah, whatever. I'll talk about it later. Yeah. Anyways, back to the Rogan story. Yep. So, um, so he just recently did a podcast. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I spotted on YouTube. It's him and Tom Segura. They're good friends. I sure. fucking love Tom Segura is probably my favorite comedian. Yeah, I've been today. watching a lot of clips on him on YouTube recently. He's got some really good stuff. Speaking of the, because we started off talking about the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, he's got a Wu Tang Clan joke. Oh in his, yeah, did you see? He listened. Oh, that, to it? That's the one about the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've uh, <laughs> I definitely crushes definitely me. heard that one. That yeah, crushes me. Yes, Anyways. Sir. He was on, um, and they were talking about, uh, I think that might have been his first podcast since he beat COVID and is now okay. Sure. And they were talking about some of the fucked up stuff that's going on. Like, they're, like it almost seemed like there was a very strong media push for him to get, like, direly sick and, like, have serious problems with it. Mainly because he's being painted as kind of like a, I don't know if I'd say anti-vaccine, but, like, p- pushing misinformation about various treatments or whatever sure. it is. Again, I'm not going to get into the to the logistics of that. I have my own opinions on it. Um, however, at the end of it all, right? How do you feel he, about abortion? <laughs> fuck you. Um, we uh, <laughs> we start. To, anyways, so I'm I'm watching the video. Nish is with me as well, and we're we're watching it and and whatnot. And he's talking. He talked about like the fact that basically when he got sick, he was like prepared for it. He's like he he's been prepared in terms of like his own research and the people he's had on his podcast and what medications he'd be prepared with to treat it and all that shit when he got it they just fucking threw the whole kitchen sink at it the same shit that they gave trump um he was taking the the i whatever the call whatever it's called all that stuff and he got better in like a day or two right sure. 
<clears throat> and he said that he thinks he got it when he was out drinking with a bunch of buddies. He was out late and whatever. And uh, he was like, you know, the he's like, he, he says, you know, probably staying healthy and not drinking would have would have helped him not get it or, or not get it or whatever he said. And after we'd watched the clip, Nish and I, Nish is like, you know, that's probably not the right message to get out there. And I'm like, what's that? He says, well, basically to stay healthy, you can be COVID. I'm like, ah, he's saying that's a component of it. I don't think that's the actual thing. And she also goes, yeah, he also kind of said that, like, if he wasn't drinking, he wouldn't have gotten COVID. I'm like, I, I also don't think he's thinking that because he was drinking, that's the reason he got COVID. I think it's more nuanced than that in that. You know, he wasn't out. If he didn't go out drinking until 3 a.m. and playing pool in a pool hall somewhere, he probably wouldn't have contracted. He would have gone to bed early. He wouldn't. Mm. His his immune system would have been ramped up. Whatever. Mm. And I'm like, I think more people than you are giving credit to. And I'm talking to Nish. I'm saying more people than you are giving credit to are getting those nuances. I don't think that you know he's catered. Like I don't think that lowest common denominator is listening that or watching that and saying, oh, he got COVID because he was out drinking. You know. Just don't go getting hammered, right? Right. So anyways, that was my takeaway. This happened last night. Today, uh, I went to a, we'll call it a coffee shop earlier today. Coffee shop where I got these wonderful Rainhard beers. Yep. We were drinking the Dayhard, or sorry, Dayhard day, day from <laughs> Rainwalker. We're drinking the Daywalker. This is how I felt today. <laughs> Dayhard. Dayhard. It's called, so just so everyone's clear, the Brewery is called Daywalker. It's called Rainhard, and which the, is a the, great name. And the beer is called the Daywalker, Day which is another thing we'll get into later. But anyways, um, uh, so anyways, I'm at I'm at this brewery. I'm I'm working, and I'm just having a nice cold one. And you know, it's towards the end of the day, and they have people coming in and out, delivering kegs, picking up cans, doing whatever it is. And I'm literally there by myself on the patio, just by myself working away. And then, you know, some guys are by the loading bay, which is right next to where you've been to Reinhardt. You know what it's like. They've got that loading bay over there, right? And there's a guy from there, and there's a guy from dropping some stuff off. And the first thing I overhear them saying is, yeah, Rogan said that he got COVID because he was out drinking. And I'm like, God damn it, motherfucker. (laughs) I texted Nisha immediately. I'm like, the first two people I heard talking about this said he got COVID from drinking. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I guess there are more morons out there than I thought. Yeah. So, yeah. Fun times. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. The uh, Joe Rogan, what's his name, was on there. <clears throat> the director. Quentin Tarantino? Nope. Uh, Neil Recently. something. Blum- Neil Blumkamp. Blum- 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 I think it's Blumkamp. Yeah, I, think I think that's how right. you pronounce his name. I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm not even trying. Um. Yeah, he just came out with a movie that's kind of like a techno horror film with like I th- some weird combination of science and the supernatural in possession. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know too much about it. It looked interesting. It, it didn't get very good reviews, unfortunately, but the guy can't catch a break, dude. Like his movies, people are just like, they're, they just, I don't know what it is. Like ever since District 9, yeah, which really, you know, he hit the ground running with that. Yeah. And then... Uh, Elysium and Elysium and Chappie. Chappie. I yeah. liked both of those movies. Man. I haven't seen Chappie. I saw I Elysium. It was fine. Elysium I, was fine. It's. It, I mean, it's yeah. it's heavy handed. The yes. whole like you know the whole, all the metaphors and all yeah. of the social commentary and stuff. It's all just like super duper, heavy handed. But, um, 
Yeah, he was on there, and he was talking about basically, yeah. like, I think Ridley Scott. Like, yep. there, I was reading that Ridley Scott killed the new Alien movie that he was working on yeah. because of Chappie, was it? Was it? I think it was because of Chappie or the Shit. results of Chappie yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. So, uh, anyway, he was a guest on Joe Rogan recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I got something here real quick. Sure. Comic book movies. I saw a few of them. I saw Black Widow. You see Black Widow? Yeah, it was like a... Damp towel of a movie. A damp towel can feel nice given the right conditions. This is so you're saying. What are the right conditions? You know, if you got a headache, you get a towel and it's nice and cold. You put it on your head like a cold compress. I think that could feel pretty good. So was it that one? Yeah, that that sounds no. It was like a wet paper towel that you sat down on that you didn't know was there, and you were naked. (laughs) Why am I always naked? (laughs) I just imagine it would feel worse to have it plastered to your ass when you sat on the seat. That's what I'm talking about. Sure. Then if that's the case, then yeah. Like, it wasn't the worst thing that happened to me that day, but it wasn't great. Yeah. And that's essentially how I felt about Black Widow. You can handle it, but you'd rather not. Yeah. Yeah. If you had a choice. If I had a choice... <laughs> yeah, um, it's. Un- I actually quite. I I kind of like my expectations were very low for this movie. I didn't. I, uh, you know, for for anyone who's listened to any of our previous episodes, Black Widow is a total wash of a character. For <laughs> yeah, me. when she shows up in any scene in any of the Marvel movies, I immediately fall asleep. And yeah, I'm like somebody wake me up when her scenes are done and we move on to other more interesting <laughs> characters. I just don't find her interesting. I don't <sighs> think her. I just. Yeah, doesn't work for me, never worked for me. And uh, so now this movie's coming out, and I'm like, expectations are rock bottom for this movie. Yeah. I get in there, and I, and, uh, you know, Shuggy and I uh, watch it, and I'm like, oh, this, this is pretty fun. Actually, yeah. like, by the end of it, I was like, oh, that was, like, actually kind of fun. Yeah. And then I was thinking about it later, and I'm like, why did I think that was fun? I don't like Black Widow as a character. I was like, because um, it does nothing for her character. In my opinion, I think that movie is fun it's because of every everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Other than her, and that, that I think that's where my problem lies because I'm on the literally everything you said. I'm on the opposite side. Yeah, of. I like the Black Widow character. Sure, yeah. She's one of my favorite ones from the films, just yeah. because I find her, I find her refreshing. I think, yeah. in comparison to some of the other characters that are a lot of times doing a little bit of the the, the same shit. Sure, on sure. top of each other, whereas she, I feel like, stands out and is a little bit more unique in that sense. Um, however, she was easily the most dull character of the entire movie. In I her thought, own movie. In her own movie. Sure. I thought her sister was far more interesting. Oh my God. I had a huge crush on her while I was watching this movie. That's fair. I thought she was a hundred percent. She was so, she was just adorable. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I couldn't even, I was telling Shuggle, I was I'm like, I have the, just like a movie was done. I'm like, I have the biggest crush on her. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can see uh, that. She, and she's, she's very was, charming. She's got a very charming right personality about and her. And Rachel Weisz was amazing. Yeah. And um, weird. It was a weird character. Like, yeah. It was weird. It was and weird. not to say that it didn't, the movie didn't have problems. Of course, it, no, it no, had problems. Course. It's, it has, it was, it was, the movie was a bit bland. Yes. Right. But I uh, just kind of enjoyed. Paper towel. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, now I've can't, now I can't uh, remember um, the actor's name who plays uh, the fucking what is the name the Red Baron? Oh, no. that's David um, Harbor. David Harbor. And let's talk about how special he was in this goddamn movie. Yeah, yeah. David Harbor was pretty good in this yeah. movie. I enjoyed his character very much. Um, he plays. <laughs> 
out of the two big red characters he played <laughs> in the last five, six years, I think this yeah. is the better of the two. I would say. Yeah, yeah. He sounds like he's got less of a speech impediment, even though he's doing like an accent. Yes. For some reason, he just sounded like he had marbles in his mouth the whole time as Hellboy. Hellboy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like a drunk uncle all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you guys want to know about our thoughts on the Hellboy remake, we do have an episode. It's episode number. Fuck you. 30 That's not something. a number. I'll but, just uh, sub it in later. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> Episode uh, number 41. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, no, like I kind of enjoyed it. And you know who they had in the movie that I was really surprised was... Uh, the main bad guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Ray Winston, who cannot yes. decide what, what accent <laughs> he's using. I'm so glad that I wasn't the only one I was one watching this that. and I'm like, because he's, he's like a over. heavy yeah. fucking like... A British accent, that yeah, guy. yeah, 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 and like a dirty, like and a dirty, like London accent in a lot of the movies that he's in, like dirty, yeah. Um, uh, but in this movie, I sometimes I think sometimes he's trying to sound Russian, but it's yeah. like a it's like a thick English Russian accent had a bastard baby, yeah, you know, and it's yeah. just like a weird. It was a weird, weird choice. It's strangely inconsistent, and I don't know if that's because we know all too well what Ray Winston is yes, supposed to sound like. Yes, we do like. know, we do, but we're I, very I well really aware. do think there were problems with yeah, his, his yeah. accent in this movie. So uh, Flor- Florence Pugh was playing pew uh, pew. Uh, pew 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 uh, playing uh, her sister. Yes, um, and she, I think she's a great actress. If you haven't seen. Uh, have you seen, sorry, uh, Midsommar? No, that's okay. been on my two-watch list. I saw it in the theater, and that yeah. was a hell of an experience, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Hereditary? No, I okay. haven't seen either of those. Both, Both of directed those by, so Hereditary yeah. was director. this director's first movie, and yeah. then uh, the second movie was Midsommar. Now, Midsommar um, is a, a hell of a movie, and she carries it. She's so good in the movie. Yeah. She's so good. And she's great in this, in this movie. Um, but the person I was very surprised about who uh, every time I look at her face, I'm fucking terrified. Is uh, Olga Kurilenko? I don't know if you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who she that was in is? Bond, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think she was. Uh, she plays the the John? chameleon, the taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of like what could replicate other things. Taskmaster isn't the first name that no, I would think of that no, can replicate other no. people's. Uh, uh, I was about to say am- Amazo. She's like the Amazo of this movie where she's like taking other people's uh, um, fighting styles and mimicking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Olga Kurilenko plays her. She terrifies me because she was in a movie called... Oh, God. Why do I forget everything when we're doing this podcast? I don't know. Oh, man. Centurion. Centurion. Okay. okay. Yeah. With uh, Michael Fassbender, directed yep. Yep, by yep, yep. Uh, the same director of Dog Soldiers, Neil, Neil Marshall, Marshall. Yeah. who also directed the Hellboy. remake of Hellboy. This yep. is all coming together. Yep. Uh, Hellboy, not one of his finest moments, but Dog Soldiers, The Descent, Centurion, all great, yeah. really fun movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she plays uh, a, uh, a warrior in the Centurion, and she has a scene where in real time, she chases someone like a, a Roman soldier down in a river. Yeah. And in a single shot, chops his head off. Excellent. Like, and it takes more than one strike to do. Ooh. It is. Ooh. She is so utterly terrifying in that movie. Yeah. It, like, basically, her face is burned into my memory. 
<laughs> Every time I see her, no matter in what context, I think I think at any moment, yeah, she's gonna reach out to the like person next to her and just decapitate them Jesus. mercilessly. Yeah. So when I saw her in this movie, I was like, I got the jitters. Um, she doesn't do that in this movie, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of a surprise. Olga Kurilenko, I like her as an actress. She's great. She doesn't even have any lines in Centurion, and she's the one thing I really remember from that movie. She was really good. Damn. All right. Um. So that's uh, Black Widow. Any other thoughts on Black Widow? Not really. I, I honestly, I came out of it just thinking it was a wash. I mean, it was a whole movie that was dedicated to basically the two minute of post credit where they're setting up the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus. At least that's my read on it. I don't even remember that. There was a post credit scene with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh, with Florence Pugh at the yeah, the yeah, grave site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gives him Hawkeye's photo and is like, "This ah, is the guy." Got it. All right. Yeah. So yeah. that's that. Like that's what they're basically in my eyes. I believe they're setting up either the Hawkeye show or something yeah. in a future movie. Sure. One of the two. Sure. I mean, shit. D- Disney's going in hard on these these series. Yeah. Man. It's a and they're, much. they're putting a lot. It, it's a. It is a. It it's is much. Too, it's um. I I can see for someone who is like a a big fan of this stuff yeah. that it's like a lot. It's 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 fun to. But but you know I'm also like a you know like we've talked about this before. I'm a big DC fan. Yeah. And I cannot keep up with the CW stuff. No. I want to. It's not yeah. that I don't want to see it. I know that you know people have feelings about the CW shows and all yeah. of that stuff. But it's still characters I love. And I still do- just haven't. I just I can't watch you know twenty episodes of the Flash. You know, like yeah. for one season or however much. The one show I have been thinking about hard about getting into is the new Superman show because that looks good. I actually I, I've I, seen looks- some clips on YouTube. There's some pretty cool shit in yeah. there, man. There's um, some pretty cool shit in there, and, that- and I do like the guy that plays Superman. Yeah, now, Tyler yeah. Ha something or other. I don't know his Tyler last- Hol- Holchin? Holchin? something like something that. It's like definitely that. an H. Crazy thing about him. Yeah. I was watching, uh, I watched for the first time um, the Tom Hanks gangster movie. Uh, Road to Perdition? Road to Perdition. Yeah. I had never seen it before. Yeah. Tom Hanks's son in that movie is Tyler Holchin. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Superman. Superman. It's Superman from the TV show. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, I immediately recognized him. Like, I didn't see his name in the credits, but I saw. When I saw him, I'm like, why say he looks so familiar? And then yeah. I was like, oh shit, it's fucking it's Superman. Superman. Yeah, you know, whatever, tw- you know, however, old, like 15 years later or however old. That oh movie shit. Is. Okay, yeah. That's I a that's a great movie, by the way. Yeah. Really good. I completely missed out on. Was that, that Steven you know. Spielberg or no? I that was uh, Mendez. I think um, I was about to say Sean Mendez, but I think that's like a pop singer. Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, the guy who did um, the Kevin Spacey movie with the roses, <laughs> American Beauty. Yeah, I can't remember I the names of the anything, I, I, but that I don't is know that director. But, but it's yeah. uh, it's um, but that is that is the one. I'm just gonna describe movies, and you're gonna say them. Yeah, man, I, can't I can do the that. Names I'm good of at any that of shit. These right now, I'm drawing big old blanks for some reason. Um, big old blanks. But yes, um, uh, so what we're we talking about? Yeah, uh, uh, Black Widow. Yeah, you you think that it was just a setup for the Hawkeye series? I, that's what I took away from it because it was little. It was the most inconsequential film right. aside from introducing her sister. We spent right. two hours of time introducing I mean, her sister. I'm and okay with that. Now there is a gi- <laughs> yeah fair, but and now there's a giant lawsuit coming out from Scarjo that's, right, that's yeah. uh, going after Disney for some 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 shillings. Because uh, for some shillings, for some shillings, because um, they did her dirty, man. Yeah, 
yeah, it sounds like that's some bad bad business. Dude, Disney's uh didn't Disney's a bit of a problem it seems like when it comes to trying to squeeze out every single dollar from a theater. Yeah, I've heard um the, the Disney seems to take a lot more of a cut when it comes to releasing their films in theaters. This was pre-pandemic than any of the other studios. They're taking a larger sure. cut off of oh, box wow. offices and such like that. I mean, shit, it's, it's, that's why concessions and stuff are so expensive because at this point, theaters are barely making money on actually uh, actual ticket sales. They're making all their money off the concessions. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a heavily interconnected business where your money goes when you buy yes, yeah, a movie it is. ticket. Um, and where, what country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like internet. Like people will will look at what the um, the international box office or the worldwide box box office and gross and such. Um, for U.S. based films, that's not nearly as important as what the domestic numbers are because right. they take the countries that they're releasing them and take a cut of what that box office is. So you end up yep. getting. You that's know, why the Chinese box office is like you know, they only get like half or yeah. something silly like Gr- that. Yeah. Grant, they get less than that, I think. But that being said, it's such a big market. So that's why they, they the, the Chinese box office is a very interesting thing right now, especially if you have a company that has its own foothold in China as well. Sure. That's why I think Tencent is one of those big companies that's been investing What's in. Tencent? That sounds Tencent familiar. is like a name of a – it's like a Chinese company that can – that funds like – can fund like movies okay, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know too much about that shit, but I do know that Road to Perdition was directed by Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes. Yeah. Um, okay. Incredible visualist. Yeah. Like his movies look amazing. Yeah. I, I haven't actually seen it. Just I've only seen some of the, the some of the um, I don't know the, some trailer shots and and definitely the poster or two and, it, it and the score really the nice. score is excellent. Yeah. Um, and then he uh, yeah uh, one movie that's on my list I haven't seen of his is 1917, which is that movie about the oh yeah it's yeah almost yeah all shot in one yes. shot kind of yeah like yeah World yeah War I'm familiar with film. it. Um, yeah, I can't remember how we got to that. Oh yeah, Tyler Hoechlin and. CW shows, Hawkeye TV show. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next comic book movie I was going to talk about, which was I went to the theater for the first time since <laughs> the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to see The Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah. It was fun. I watched the original Suicide Squad right after that. And I have some thoughts on that after a rewatch. That was uh, that was it was a fun rewatch to watch the original Suicide Squad, uh, but the Suicide Squad, that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. I I had a good time in the theater. A lot of fun action sequences, cool stunts, fun dialogue, interesting. Uh, I mean, like, look, King Shark eats a whole dude. Yeah. So basically, this is a five star review. <laughs> I mean, I cannot like I'm hyper biased. Yeah. To the fact that King like I mean, like King Shark's in the movie. He eats an entire guy. All of them. All of them swallows him whole like a like a great white shark should. Yes. And um, yeah, I think everyone really, you know, holds their own in this movie. There's a lot of like all the characters that are in it are really they're really great. Yeah. There's a couple of head fakes here and there. Um, but but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. It was a ton of fun. So that's an interesting uh, that. So I, we rented it. I I managed to convince Nish, convince Nish to watch it with me, yeah. right? 
and I did know that it was going to be violent. However, oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not anticipate how violent it was going to be. Like I'd seen the R band trailer, for sure, and yeah. I saw a guy getting ripped in half by Mister Mister Shark. Um, first name King. First name King. Last name Shark. Yep. And I underestimated how violent it was because it opens pretty violently, as we'll say. I um, it's funny you mention that. Yeah. Because as soon as I found out it was going to be a rated R movie and it was a James Gunn movie. Yeah. This I knew this was James Gunn going back to his horror, violent, yeah. comedy roots. He went hard in the paint. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> he, he absolutely, absolutely yeah. did because what? Well, so and again, we were talking about tonal um, perfection, like uh, horror and comedy balance. Yeah, yeah, gave yeah. Some of those examples, like Tremors, and you know, the most recent one being you know Werewolves Within, which I think does a decent job. Uh, the other movie that's really at the high on that list is Slither. Yeah, yeah. And Slither is a James Gunn joint yeah, through yeah. and through. And uh, I don't know if you've seen Super. I haven't. No. Oh, man. But that movie is um, <laughs> that is dark. Yeah. It's very dark. So I knew what James Gunn, the James Gunn that I knew, like, growing up was this, like, really dark, twisted, yeah. violent, uh, you, know, uh, you know, creator, which I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, and then he like he wrote Scooby-Doo, uh, yeah. which is which is kind of fun. And he and then he did, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I think that's how a lot like his audience really opened up. After sure. That. Yeah. So coming back to the Suicide Squad, when I first saw it was rated R and it's going to be James Gunn joint. I'm like, people are going to get absolutely fucking dummied in yeah. this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was totally expecting that. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I walked in. I I expected it. I just didn't expect it that hard. I was like, "Holy shit." Like Nish was watching, like I'm watching her watch it and she's just like, "Jeez, what the what yeah, am I watching?" Disgusted. I'm like, "There was at least a few parts where I'm like, something bad's about to happen. I'll let you know when it's done." And yeah, then she'll yeah. turn away. My my sister-in-law <laughs> I told her she goes uh, should I watch this? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's going to be violent. So you should be. And I hadn't seen it at that point. I'm like, it's pretty. Or maybe I had. I just said it was pretty. It's it's either going to be or it is pretty violent. Yeah. She messaged me after she started watching it. And she's like, I just turned it off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. But basically, yeah. she turned it off after the first few scenes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh. super violent. That's why I really did love that about the movie. I, loved I thought it, it was fun. Um, I was just I I came out of it slightly disappointed, but I think that was my own fault. I think I came in there with there's a lot of hype. Yeah, I think it was around it was around the hype. A little too much hype. It's like yeah, you know, we go to that website joeblow.com, and you know, I I read the reviews there, you know, sometimes. And reviews I always take with a grain of salt. Yeah, I always, same. You know, like if I'm interested in something, typically I'm going to go out and and see it regardless. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Uh-oh, but I think our know, video went off. But uh, all balls. Wow, that's fine. But uh, the they gave it a 10 out of 10 yeah and uh and i'm like that seems like excessive that's excessive especially for you know the suicide squad yeah um so so um and then all of the reviews started pouring in and they were like super super positive yeah it reviewed really well and i was like but i managed to temper my expectations because uh because again, like I don't I don't put too much stock in 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 those reviews if I'm interested in something like I said I'll I'll go and check it out. Yeah. Um, so oh. I think my expectations were in check. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having said that, I can't believe Starro the Conqueror is in this movie. Yeah. 
he conquers the shit out of this movie. Yeah, he um and uh I think it's an absolutely hilarious choice how they decided to have him or her. I think it might be a her. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know what Starro's sex is, but uh um how it moves. The way it walks around, it's like a toddler. Yeah. And I'm like, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Because Starro is typically floating around in space. Yeah. And now he's on in this gravity pole and he's just like flopping around, like almost falling over all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's a nice touch. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And there's a lot of lot of cool things in there. I don't know. Did you catch uh, Calendar Man was in, in the movie? Yeah, that uh, was like, his, his brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Sean Gunn, Sean Gunn. Sean yeah, Gunn, yeah. He was yeah. in there. I feel uh, like there was another the one I man. caught too somewhere. Fuck it. I, I didn't realize Ratcatcher 1 was uh, was Taika Waititi. Yeah. That was Taika. a good surprise. Yeah, that's right. It was, it was like Taika. seeing him actually like on the other side of the camera. Yeah. You know? I feel like I've seen, a, I've read, because I've read, you know, uh, there are, there's, a, there's a few Suicide Squad runs that I read uh, when I was collecting comics. And I think I've seen the Ratcatcher any number of the rad catcher versions die horrifically in like a ton of suicide squad yeah, 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 comic yeah. books. I feel like if you're going to fucking, if you need someone to get in there, you need someone to kill, grab yourself a rat catcher and just <laughs> let him have it. Are you rat catcher? Rat catcher 30. Yeah. yeah that's right. Aren't you concerned that you are, you have the number 30 next to your name. Do you ever wonder what happened in the last 29? Nope, but watch me play this flute. <laughs> These rats all listen to me. <laughs> God damn, man. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, my favorite part was I, I, King Shark, man. Like he's so good. I thought Harley was really good in the movie. I thought I thought everyone really held their own. Yeah, in, I, in I, I, I was surprised how much I liked Rick Flagg's character in this. Yeah, man, I did too. I was I was very happy with that sort of redemptive quality because, yeah. like in the first movie. Because it was so chopped up and yeah. edited that, like, his character has no clear, like, motivation. Yeah. Like, at one point, he's emotional. and the other point, he's a hard ass. It's yeah. like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I, I look forward to, you know, what I think as James Gunn is going gonna, is gonna to be doing the third uh, Guardians film. So, yep. you know, I look forward to that because yeah. I, I like the Guardians movie. I like, uh, I like... The first one is actually one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. The second one, on paper, I should like a lot because it's got a lot of, you know, imagination and Kurt Russell's in it. Yeah. So just that should get me to like it a lot. But I, I don't really, I don't think it really connected with me. It, that, you that know much. what it was? That one I felt like was just like CG overload. Like it was a little too much. It just didn't feel like a. It didn't feel grounded. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like you were watching like a. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It felt too manufactured. The first one was kind of a surprise, and you're being introduced to all these characters. And the second one was like, here are these characters again in a very manufactured kind of, I don't know. It just, it seemed like the Marvel machine doing the Marvel machine. Yeah. Which is not as interesting to me as like, you know, granted, obviously the Marvel machine was moving along, and there's a lot of the same tropes and such that you see in the overall story of the first guardians. Yeah. But you got a lot of really at the time, some unique moments with some characters that you didn't realize you were going to give much of a shit about. And by the end of the film, you loved all of them. Yeah. So it was interesting in that sense. I don't yeah. feel like the second one brought us any of that. I feel like they, 
they used um what's his name uh big trouble fucking oh kurt, kurt russell, russell. Yeah, yeah they used kurt russell kind of well but again they didn't do enough with him as kurt russell and then it goes into cg slop fest with him yeah. it's a lot less interesting yeah i so agree was, uh, was that's what it was it was too uh yeah it was it was a CG overload. Yeah, it didn't feel as yeah, it didn't feel as grounded because there was something really nice and mechanical and like a little bit grimy about the first Guardians yeah. movie, especially the prison breakout sequence. Yeah. which I that's one I revisit from sure. time to time. Sure. I think it's a good. I think it's a well made action sequence. I really enjoy that one. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, yeah. So that's I mean that's the Suicide Squad. Um, I, I uh, highly recommend it. I think that you know folks it's will get a watching. kick out of it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's For definitely sure. unique in terms of the comic book space. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. Um, what else saw, you got? I saw a pretty scary movie. What was it? Two days ago? Um, He's all that. Yup. <laughs> I knew it. This is the worst movie that's ever been made. I mean, I, it I, is the worst. Mo- there, You can present to me any other film and it is worse than that. That film that you present. It is Horrible. Yeah. There is not a single good performance in it, aside from a couple of cameos from actors that were in She's All That it's that are fr- okay, considerably look, better. Let's ruin it for everyone. Does Freddie Prinze come back? He does not. Oh, my God. He was above this. He was above this. He was above this. You and, know who uh, wasn't, Rachel, though? Rachel, Rachel Lee Cook is there. She's the, yeah. the main... She's the Freddie Prinze Jr. female version. Is his mother. Oh God! I thought she was the main character there for a second. No, oh, yeah. I fucking I wish yeah. the main character in this cannot act her way out of a paper bag. She's got like a trillion, like a trillion subscribers or whatever the fuck on like whatever social media platform she's on. That's how she got this gig. Oh, just her po- just popular like at, uh, at least popularity. I think so. I didn't read enough into this after because I just don't. Let's just care. guess. Let's just let's just speculate. Oh, let's I, just kn- say I know it. she's got like tens of millions of subscribers or followers or whatever the hell it is on whatever platform she's on. Sure. I think it's Instagram that she's popular on, but I honestly don't care. I'm not reading into it. All I know is the basis of this movie is literally what I just said is these kids getting followers and subscribers to whatever services that they're on. Well, that's what the movie's about. A lot of it is about that. The main girl is basically like she was like a beauty person that was like advertising, um, like beauty products on her Instagram or whatever it is. Like she'd go live and then people would comment and she'd whatever the hell, uh, some embarrassing shit happens with her. She starts losing all of her subscribers and then she has to go and beautify some dude. And that's how she essentially does it. This movie has random acts of karate where people you don't think have any types of skills like that all of a sudden are fucking martial arts masters perfect they've got random dance scenes uh what else and and a lot of it like what i was talking about with the social media stuff there is so much focus on like getting subscribers or you're gonna get all these views or you're gonna get all this and all that um it it, it's gross like frankly it's gross (laughs) when you're looking at it in the terms of like these are high school kids that their main focus right now is like how do I get more followers on Instagram or how do I get enough sure. people to be able to like, it, it's just bananas to me. That's think, their, that's their college plan is to be able to get enough subscribe. Like this one girl in particular, cause her character plays like a rich girl, like acts like she's a rich girl, but she's actually not rich, okay. but based off of her business, like she, very deep. she's using the followers and stuff like that to be able to pave her way and pay for her way rather 
into college. Like that's sure. kind of her college plan. Sure. When she starts losing her subscribers, she starts worrying, etc. Um, I cannot describe to you how bad, like badly acted this movie is all the way through. All the way through. Every character is worse than the next. It's just terrible. Um, and there's also that kind of trope in the movie where every single party you see is like, and there's multiple parties in this. Yeah. First of all, nobody's drinking at any of these parties, I was, which I always, deeply offends me. I always like, I get this thing. I like watching people party in movies. I do too. I usually that. when they feel like they're parties I'd want to go to. You, you know, These sorry. parties are terrible. Small, small tangent. Let's do I it. I think one of the reasons I enjoyed watching the Friday the 13th movies, even if they were, you know, shitty movies, is that it always starts with a bunch of college kids. Yeah. Partying. Yeah. And like, they look like, Ragers, you'd want to be yeah, at. like cabin in the woods, yes. cool setting. They're by a lake, and I'm yes. like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I like about these movies. I'm yes. like, yeah, I'd go to this party, uh-huh. and then people start getting killed, and I'm like, I'd still, yeah, like to be at this party. Right. I agree. These parties, I might even like to die at this party <laughs> if I had to die. <laughs> this at is the party. last party I go to. <laughs> it's a good deal, exactly. Oh, but it's man. that it's that you know, in in I uh, in in particular in horror movies, I love watching like the whole party scene because it's like you know things are about to go south. But also you're kind of wondering, you know, are you taking notes? It's like, do I want an ice, you know, an ice luge that I could pour Jägermeister down? Oh, <laughs> okay. Like stuff like that, you know, like, do I want that at my next party? Here's a tangent um, for you. Sure. Have you ever done We're a on a tangent. So this We're, is a, uh, we this keep is a tangent we'll and right back. This is a, this is a Loki it, this problem. This tangent is probably better than the movie I was talking about. Sure. So this tangent is, I was at, have you ever done an ice luge or uh, ice luge? That, what did I say? What did I call yeah, it? I can't remember what luge. it was called. But yes, no, I've never done that. I, I, I don't want to try it, even though. It seems like a young man's game. It is a young man's game. Um, I did it the first time I was at uh, when I was at DreamWorks, right? And we were having this like I think it was a mid a midway a fifty percent party. So like when we're fifty percent done a film, we'll throw a party. And we're usually That's cool. It's yeah. usually not a big thing like off campus or anything like that. We usually do stuff on campus somewhere we're partying. Sure, your and campus they, is dope. Like, oh yeah, I yeah, would yeah, you yeah. do everything fucking Dude, on campus? DreamWorks was dope. Yeah. So we uh, they had an ice luge. I think it, it was for Kung Fu Panda too, because the luge, the the ice sculpture was a peacock because Gary Oldman pay, plays an uh, a villainous peacock. It is the shit, man. I fucking I loved just, King, Kung Fu Panda too. Kung, Kung Fu Panda two is pretty good. It's good. It's good. I'd say that's the best movie. That you've ever made. Yes, I would agree with that. I've I've ever technically directed. No, that you've made. Yeah, okay. You've made. You, you I were, made it. You were it you were a creator. Me on, and me alone. <laughs> you were a creator on Kung Fu Panda too. So, oh god, here comes another tangent. I was looking up net worths the other day of like fucking actors. I don't know why I was doing. I do that, that sometimes. I'm yeah. curious. Then I looked up my net worth and I did it on Google. Like I just typed my name in and I just wow, said net really? worth. Yeah. I'm apparently, my net worth is $8 million. Oh, it's some other dude. I've got an eight. No, no, it's me. Because they, they there's a picture of our pod. It's the Wonder Sh- Woman thing. It has our, it has. Shut a, up. I'll show it to you after this Shut podcast. Up. It says my net worth is $8 million. And it's a He picture. was a technical director on these films. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> so I'll, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for That's the money amazing. to roll in. Because that is, that is not my net worth. But I'm apparently worth eight million dollars, which is awesome. And it's and it's a the picture is one of the thumbnails from the, from, from, from the show. Yeah, it's from a Wonder Woman. I think it's the Wonder Woman Part Two episode. Oh, it's just the thumbnail. It's not me. My picture is nowhere there. It says nothing about me other than what's on my IMDb and that image. That's it, dude. It's amazing. That is yeah. oh, full disclaimer. 
my net worth definitely not eight million dollars yeah holy smokes uh, yeah after we release this podcast you're gonna be kidnapped yeah right um yeah. where's your eight million dollars <laughs> you didn't listen to the whole podcast no, did you, you buddy didn't get there you didn't get that far enough um it was crazy. that's incredible yeah. i'm gonna do that for myself yeah do it uh but it also makes me think that you know it's not <laughs> accurate it's accurate no it's not um <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, How did we get to the net worth then? All right. Now we got to go back to a tangent of a tangent. Yeah. This is like. Um, so my tangent was I like watching parties. Yes. And you were talking about an ice luge. Yeah. Oh, the ice luge. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. 50% they had, they party. Had the, they had the peacock. peacock. Jerry, Gold, Jerry Oldman. Jerry Oldman. Good old. <laughs> Geraldo Oldman. So <laughs> Gerald Oldman. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going off. Okay. All right. I get under the ice luge, right? Yeah, Which sounds gross when I say it out loud, but and it's it's actually quite like it's it's it, it, they sanitary. It's quite sanitary. They're <laughs> just taking the shot. They're pouring it, and the way the ice luges work, it's not that it slides down the ice, right? Which you'd think that's what I that's... thought. They build like a straw, like a, a funnel with a straw that goes through the luge. So it is surrounded by ice, and the alcohol gets really, really cold by the end of oh, it. But I it's see. not that's actually not on the traveling ice. through the ice. Okay. Because they'd have some dirty-ass ice It would be dirty-ass ice. And somebody puts hours and hours and hours of work to make these sculptures. And then you're just going to dilute it with alcohol and melt it away? No. So they they do this, which is actually quite a good idea. So can I ask you, where were the straws in this peacock? Like, were they like... It was not the peacock's penis, if that's what you're asking. No, I mean, no. Or the mouth or something. That's not... There wasn't an orifice that was coming through. It was just... It just went in and it came out the front. The front of what though? Like okay, I don't so know. his neck. <laughs> I don't remember. Look, you're gonna find out why I didn't remember in a second. So I get under the thing, right? And the way it works is they pour the shot and it flows down and then it just goes in your mouth and you drink it. Yeah. Well, I was kinda like this where I was tilting my head back a little bit. Yeah. And it was ice it was vodka. It was ice cold vodka. It's the best kind. Oh, is it though? Because what happens is it goes through, goes into my mouth, my mouth is tilted back. And then it proceeds to go not down my throat, but it goes up through my sinus cavity oh. <laughs> and out my nose. Now, if you've ever oh, had yeah. vodka go through your sinuses, cleans it, it is, right out. It is the worst pain I've ever been in. I'm coughing and I'm literally in pain until the next day. My the back of my the back of my nose just felt like it was on fire. The entire rest of the time and the next day. I got very drunk because I was trying to dull the pain. It sucked. So be careful if you're ever doing an ice luge and don't tilt your head back too far. Don't be a hero. (laughs) (laughs) The ice luge hero. Just just look look up at it like you're you're, you're wanting to tell it something. Don't turn around this way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, ice luges can be dangerous. Respect them. It sounds like the party was still good, though. Oh, it was a dope-ass party. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I, there weren't a lot of parties at DreamWorks that weren't fun. Yeah, man. That's. I mean, I'm still jealous. I mean, I, I, I think that even with uh, the sinus-clearing vodka oh. incident. I can um, still feel it when I talk about it. Like, I can all. Yeah, the, I yeah. can feel exactly where all the pain was. Yeah. It sucked. What, like, what are some of your favorite movie parties? Like, that you've seen, like, in a movie. You're like, oh, I'd go to that party in a second. Ooh. That's a good. I, question. I think one thing that comes right to mind is in Trick or Treat, Michael Doherty's Trick yeah, or Treat. Yeah. The uh, like the street carnival, Halloween yeah. street carnival that's, that's going a good on one. there. It's like a parade. Everybody's out drinking, like, yeah. you know, eating and stuff. 
That's a fucking cool party. I'd go to that in a second. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Um, that's a good question. I you might get killed by a serial killer. In it's a funny. Local, I think a lot of the parties I'm thinking of, like the one that I think I'm thinking of, maybe because it's fresh in my mind because yeah. we were talking about Freddy versus Jason, was the one in the corn. Oh, the cornfield yeah. grave. Yeah. yeah. That hell looked yeah. like a good one. I'd probably change the music a little bit. But, yeah. Uh, but I think that, uh, yeah, every time I see that scene, I'm like, hell yeah. I'd yeah. go to that looks party. Like that looks like a good party. So I've never done a cornfield party, though. I'm sure like I'm sure there are folks that have done that, and they're like, oh, it's nothing special. But I think there's a cool novelty to, like, you know, having a, a party in a cornfield. Corn yeah. You know? Yeah, I'll do a little cornfield party. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other other parties that I'd I'd like to go to. <laughs> that you yeah, that like are in, to go that, to. yeah that are in movies and i guess i'm thinking about this a lot because of the pandemic right we yeah really we're just jonesing it. to party yeah i think it's just yeah, yeah the need the need to party yeah uh anyway sorry i derailed you from whatever the fuck it was you were talking about it was, before he's all that and oh my all god I'm gonna, all I'm really gonna... we were talking about he's all that that's how we got there because oh, what i was saying was none of the parties were anything i'd want to go to oh my god this it was just like Garbage high school parties where there were there was no alcohol anywhere in sight, which that's not a high was school. Was anybody party. like smoking? No. They were all trying to get fucking subscribers. That's what they were doing the whole time at this party. Everybody's <sighs> trying to get subscribers yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It is the worst. And the product placement, I will give them this. Their product placement was really good because by the end of one party, one guy's like, I'm going to take some of this Pizza Hut home. Oh, I'm going to grab a bucket of KFC as well. And I'm like, fuck, I want both of those right now. Did you get any KFC? No, but dude, I'm still craving it. And honestly, there's not a KFC close enough to me, but there is a Popeye's. And if you're going to go hard, go Popeye's. I've had Popeye's twice in my life. Yeah. Both times made me fucking grotesquely sick. Oh, it's it's disgusting. It tastes Can't deal with amazing. It. Can't deal with it for the first twenty seconds, and then your body starts realizing what you're doing, and yeah. it fights back. Couldn't couldn't deal with it. When I was living in New York, twice on two very occasions separated by years. Yeah, and um, just it'll get you. We'll not go back to yeah, that, man. We'll not. Popeye, can't do it. Popeye will fight back. Can't do it. Uh, the um, only thing I will say that is redeeming about this film is that Matthew Lillard is in it. Oh, he reprises his role because I he was in the original one. Fucking love that guy. And, I don't know if you know like, oh, what he's been up to. I it doesn't matter because I would I would show I would tell you know what I will give you the exact time code as to when he shows up. Yeah, because he's in it from that time code pretty much until the end of his his stint in there, and then everything else doesn't matter. Yeah, and it is great. He's fucking awesome he's I, I, he's you know, the only likable character in this entire goddamn film yeah matthew lillard's pretty great yeah. he's got some strong nerd cred because he's been doing a lot of dungeon and dragons like add-ons and like yeah. big like dungeon and dragons stuff big big fan yeah doing a lot of crowd uh crowdsourcing for like these big uh you know uh, expansion packs and yeah, stuff. yeah 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 um but when he, uh, you know, we're bringing it back. You know, this this podcast is about is about connections. When he plays um, uh, Shaggy in uh, in uh, the James Gunn written yeah. uh, Scooby Doo, yeah, uh, he ended up inheriting the voice for Scooby Doo in a lot of the upcoming That's TV true. shows and movies. And That's stuff. true. And he does an excellent does an excellent Shaggy. Yeah. Um, and every time I see him, it just makes me happy. I love watching Scream. He's a big part of the reason I love watching that movie. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so whenever I see him, I'm always kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that guy. Same, yeah. He's yeah. got a, he's got a likable quality about yeah, him. Yeah, like, for sure. Uh, like he looks like he's having fun with what he's doing. Yeah, which I, yeah. It, it is actually, like I said, that's the only likable thing about this is because it looks like, it looks like he doesn't like to be there in this movie, but it looks like he's also having the time of his life somehow. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very strange. Like yeah. you'd have to see it to understand it. Um, his that's the only thing worth watching other than that i i challenge our listeners or our viewers to present a worse movie than this to me and i will judge it harshly i i find it really hard to believe that we spent 15 minutes talking about he's all I, this is a cautionary tale i don't want anybody to stumble across this movie and think it's going to be <laughs> anywhere worth their time it is terrible sadly i will probably end up watching it because i think shagun wants to check it out um so i will report in hope uh when i've seen it and Good let luck. you know what I let Good you luck. know what I think. Um, it's fucking horrible, man. Don't do it. Fight it. Fight the power. <laughs> All right. What time? What are we at? We're at uh, hour twenty, just around one twenty-ish. Yeah. We can... I think we can close it up for yeah. today. Yeah. Um, Fuck. It's been good to be. Yeah, good it's to good to be again. back in person I think, too. I think we'll get back into the groove of things, and like we can get we can hit some of those uh, some real some real um, deep cut nerd stuff in the next little while because there was a couple of games i wanted to talk about like aliens fire team elite yeah came out and uh, i want to try and convince you to buy that so we can play it together uh so that's one um and um yeah like on the video game front yeah on the comic book front and also we're prepping for prepping for halloween man this year is the year i think uh you know as long as another lockdown doesn't happen i'm gonna be having that party rain or shine snow sleet i'm like a it's like the postman Halloween party. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, that's a weird way to well, put it. Know, but yeah, I get it. Whole, they, yeah, they you know. need, we'll fucking get you your mail. That yeah, should be we'll, their slogan. We'll, get you. <laughs> we'll fucking get you your mail. We're the post office. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. All right, well, let's call it. That's it. Oh, Sign. one question I want to yeah, ask yeah. before we go. Um, plug where you got your shirt. Because honestly, man, those oh, shirts yeah, are fucking yeah. dope. So this... Is one of my favorite scenes from the first Halloween, which... Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say here. I will be revisiting all of the Halloween films between now and when have you, have you Halloween started? Kills comes out. No, okay. I've not started yet. When's Hall- Halloween kill- Kills? Kills? It's uh, mid-October. Mid-October, um, okay. Uh, did you watch that trailer? I've only seen a little of it. I'm not watching any more of it. I think it. I watched some of it, and then I shut it off because it was showing me too much. It seems like it's trying to give away a little more yeah, than I want. Yeah, and... Um, Blumhouse is always really awful at doing that. They Dude. do that with all of their trailers, you, and it drives I, me fucking insane. I think it was at Pet Cemetery, or it was a movie I was with you with. I hadn't seen the the first Happy Death Day to you. Oh yeah, yeah. And this then is, they did Happy Death Day two, and they fucking reveal they they, they reveal, reveal the, the ending of the yeah. first one, and I was like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, like why? Um, happy Death Day to you, and Happy sorry Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you. It's yeah. sequel. Are fun movies. I enjoyed both of those I, movies. Yeah, yeah. Those are fun. I, I don't know if you've seen uh, the Vince Vaughn... Um, Freaky? Freaky, yeah. Yeah, I haven't yet. Another good horror comedy. Yeah. Great, that, that was also Blumhouse? Comedy. That's Blumhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is also hyper-rated R. Yeah. Which is not the case for Happy Death Day and Happy mm. Death Day to you. So the kills in Freaky are... Freaky. Yeah. Mm. They are uh, gory. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I will be revisiting all the Halloween movies, Halloween 1, Halloween 2, Halloween Season of the Witch, Halloween, okay, let's try this, Halloween right. 4 is The Return of Michael Myers, yep. Halloween 5 is 
the uh, oh god these the, these two all confused but i think i know this one hang on wait give me a second return the revenge of michael myers or is that the last one? I no. don't know. It, and then uh, the last one is The Curse of Michael Myers. It, yeah, I think you're right on those yeah. two. It might be switched. I don't know. Those two I, I forget because I, I truly... The sixth one I truly hate. That is yeah. a bad movie. Yeah, I there's, watch... a, there's a producer's cut of the sixth, which is like 45 minutes of like different footage. Yeah, okay. Maybe yeah. I'll watch that one so day. But... I, I'm deciding whether I want to watch the producer's cut of that or the original cut. Um, and then after that, you've got H2O. Love that movie. And then you've got my favorite, Halloween Resurrection, which I'd... we had the uh, we had the pleasure of watching outdoors here yeah. last October. Yeah. With my brother, who didn't had no idea what he was walking into. He's not into horror movies at all. And uh, we decided this movie didn't change his mind. <laughs> we decided uh, to watch Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. Uh, as as his intro to <laughs> slasher movies, <laughs> which was just ill-advised to say the least. Uh, but what we did watch before that yeah. was Never Hike Alone, yes, which was very very good. A yeah. Friday the Thirteenth fan film, which it highly recommended. Never Hike Alone and uh, its prequel, Never Hike in the Snow, which I haven't seen yet. I'm saving yeah. that for winter, winter when we do an outdoor viewing of that yeah. in the snow. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so uh, yeah, uh, H2O, uh, Halloween Resurrection. Then I'll watch uh, the Halloween 2018 and uh, then hopefully go see Halloween Kills in the theater uh, if I'm lucky. I want to see Candyman in the theater. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. I watched the original, rewatched the original Candyman. Great movie. Another movie I could highly recommend. A great, yeah. I, I would call that a '90s classic. It's a good. It's a very good uh, yeah, horror movie. Yeah, is a staple in the horror icons. Yeah. I would say. Uh, Tony Todd, what a fucking! He's only in that movie. He's. I forgot how little he yeah. is actually in that movie. Yeah, and he comes off like it's like the only thing you remember. Yeah, but him, his look, and his voice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. I know we said we we're gonna wrap up, but <laughs> I totally fucking lied. Um. Uh, yeah, so uh, my shirt. Yeah, that's how we started all those. This is my favorite scene from the first Halloween movie where Michael Myers does your laundry, <laughs> and he's just standing out there. He does it really fast because then he leaves really quickly. Then he quickly. leaves real quick. Um, Best kind of laundry. But yeah, room. it's uh, it's a, a store called Terror Threads. Terror Threads. Yeah, and uh, they are they are U.S. based, so you have to pay. You know, I for three shirts all in, I paid a hundred bucks for yep. three T-shirts. But I they were this uh, and two other shirts that are kind of halloween e with like pumpkins and stuff yeah. on them but very artsy like very very appealing a lot of um atmosphere on yeah. those shirts which i which i really like about you know like getting a yeah. getting a good sh- a, a shirt that exudes the holiday without you know without you know being too uh you know overbearing I right guess. you know right, I mean? right, right. Uh, although I know a lot of people will agree with me, there's nothing really subtle about these T-shirts that I bought. <laughs> but so uh, but uh, you know, I, I did I did like the the fall aesthetic for the two other shirts. But this is the only kind of licensed one I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're really they're really great. The quality is great. The print that's on here, it's like it, it's you know, it looks really sharp. Yeah, it does. It looks really yeah, cool. The colors are really nice. Yeah, and vibrant. very vibrant colors. Dope. Um, so yeah, highly recommend that. And maybe next time we can talk about a few of the Halloween movies. Fuck yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna give it a go and try and rewatch them if you can. Throw it on, you know, when you're doing <sighs> other stuff. Mesmerized, me- mesmerized, memorized at this point. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Except for five and six, those ones. Uh, you know what? I will search down 
search around for the producer's cut of six because that I have not seen. Sure. Yeah, I think it's probably worth it because yeah. I haven't even seen. I've seen parts of four, five, and six, but I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah, in those it's movies. bananas. Um, the fifth one, the fact that they're so new. Yeah. is what throws me off. Whenever I watch them, I'm like, oh, this was in the 90s. 90s yeah. I'm like, why does this camera look like this? Why has everything got like a blue filter on it? Yeah. Like, I'm like, wow, it's shot like a music video. Yeah. Like it starts, I felt like that's, it starts to lose its appeal when it gets more modern. I completely agree. But then agree. it goes back to H2O and yeah. H2O comes back to a more classic filming technique. Yes. Like it doesn't, it doesn't look like a music video yeah. anymore. Yeah. All the, uh, and it as goes much. to resurrection. Yeah, yeah, or as much. And it's but literally LL a Buster Rhymes <laughs> music video. LL Cool J and Buster Rhymes are <laughs> the last cool two J, movies. Yeah, no, um, LL Cool J was in H two O. That's right. He's in H two O. Yeah, fuck. he was. Uh, um, God, he's a smut it. author in that. He is that. definitely. Yeah, yeah. he um, says some gross shit. <laughs> it's not even that gross. It's just him saying it's yeah. gross. <laughs> he puts a certain stank on. Yeah, it's. He's, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, he was kind of known for that. Like, some of his R&B songs were very, like, yeah, risque, but, yeah. very, very kind of, like, filthy, yeah. filthy tunes, kind of, like, yeah. genuine-ish, you know, like, God pony it, style. Man. You know what I mean? Pony style. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I want to end this podcast on. Pony Ooh. style. Mostly right. pony style. All right. All right. Then end it. Go. Okay. Pony style. Well, this has been Uttal. This has been Justin. Always do it pony style. Peace. <laughs> I had a pony. <laughs> what? My mother had a pony. My brother <laughs> had a pony. <laughs> My sister had a pony. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's wrong with the pony? <laughs>